With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus, terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. 
even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. A camel no. Hello and welcome to episode. 46, season 11 of the Fighting Cop podcast, joined on the line by Spooky and Cal. How you doing, boys? Yeah, could yeah, be man. better. Could be better. Cal, how you doing? A little bit. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. All good. Is it all good? It was, I... all, it was all good just a week ago. Uh, I... in, the, in the name, in the words of the great notorious B.I.G., it was all good just a week ago. Oh no, that was Jay Z. Sorry. Um, yeah, I'm sure all the Spurs fans that listen to this will know exactly the nuances of your mistake. Yes, thank you. Well, I got there. I caught my own mistake. It has, uh, it's, been a, it's been a tough week, hasn't it? I mean, yeah. I, I I found so Spurs got beat by Wolves. And mm. then this morning, I went to the toilet at a wee, and um, my it's not funny, boys. It's <laughs> funny after the fact. <laughs> yeah, it's funny after the fact. I was um, I had a wee, and there was like red in my wee, and I was thinking, "Fuck, that's blood." But you know, it's like I don't know. Maybe you can sort of explain that away. I don't know how you would explain it away, but that's what was going through my head. And I went for a poo, and. Um, there was shitloads of red all over the the um, toilet paper, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Fuck, I'm, I think I'm dying." I, I feel like, like genuinely, this, uh, what was it like? Half past seven this morning, and I was like, "Fuck you now, that's it, that's it for me." And then I, I went to the kitchen table, and there was uh, the remnants of what we'd eaten the night before. We hadn't done dishes before we went to bed because uh, we're fucking slobs. But I sat down at the, uh, the the kitchen table contemplating my fate and then looked down and there was beetroot all over <laughs> all over the place. And then and then I was like, oh, fuck, that's it. I, I, honestly, it like, anyone who's eaten beetroot, be prepared for the next day. Then there's, your, your wee is going to be red and your poo is going to be red as well. And it isn't blood. <laughs> God, God willing. <laughs> Anyway, boys, um, yeah, we did get beat uh, by Wolves, and there has been a lot of commotion on Twitter, and I think we've all gone through the mill a little bit. Like this is this has been a bad week. Like being getting beat by Southampton was one thing, you know, getting beat by Wolves was another, and even the fact that we we beat Brighton, but on uh, the Brighton, sorry, Leicester, but by the skin of the uh, skin of our teeth. You'd start to worry to some degree. Spook, are you worried about what's happening at Spurs? Is Conte um, the man or not? Uh, yeah, of course he's, he's still he's still the man. And I, I think there's there was always going to be these moments. I, I guess I didn't expect them. I didn't expect us to have blips that go beyond one game that that we would correct any mistakes that we 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 make. 
Um, but maybe the, the, that kind of psychological mental block, I think we know it goes a little bit deeper. You know, we've had two, three years of, of stagnation, uh, gone a bit stale, not really had an identity. This guy's come in. He works at a completely different standard to, to what he's getting at Tottenham. And I don't mean that as a de-game the players. I just mean... The quality of players, well, actually, is a dig at the players, isn't it? I mean, he, he, he's usually got world-class players to deal with and kind of man-manage, whereas he's got players who are pretty much either broken or were broken when he inherited them. So his job is kind of like two-tiered, get them playing consistently and then see if they if they can offer a little bit more. And as a collective, in these two games, we just slumped. I mean, we just we just lacked something that go that goes beyond... Are they good footballers, or can they follow instructions? It's just something else, and maybe it's just a little bit of a a dip, you know. That we will, I know people hate this, but learn from it and move on. Because what's the alternative? That they just completely collapse. And well, you said something really interesting anything. there, Spook. Is is that we didn't expect this? We didn't expect to lose two games on the bounce. Like before our record well, at three home now. Actually, you keep forgetting about Chelsea, which is a given anyway away to them lot, but. It's like three, potentially four, after this weekend when we go to City. And and that yeah. on paper looks fucking, you know, you want to give Nuno a call, see if he's available to come in. But this is the thing, is that, but, but like just going back to what you said, it, is that we didn't expect it. And that's why it's so painful, I think, why it's so hard at the moment. And, uh, and, and, and Sorry, go on. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, and also it is, it is margins. I mean, a, a, good, a good team, right? make sure those margins go in their favour and they don't kind of invite pressure on. And I think we've done that against Southampton, who were very organised and drilled, and they they were up for it. They were playing at a particular level. They might not exceed that level beyond that game, but we weren't good enough to to kind of close them down and to be professional about it. And against Wolves, it was a couple of calamities. I think that the movement and the passing and the effort to get the ball into the final third, it was all there. It's just there wasn't enough of that extra bit of quality. And you look at Son, you look at Kane, on another day they bury their chances, possibly. Well, probably not based on what they've done this season, but it's a it's a different result, maybe. So it does come down to margins. It's just that we're not playing like we played under Nuno where we didn't have a clue. I know people might exaggerate that, you know, that they are clueless. I think, I think it's circumstantial more than anything, and it's within our power to to, to correct. We weren't outplayed in those two games. I don't think anyway. No, I, I agree. I agree, and, and and I think the people that are super critical of what's happening at Spurs at the moment wouldn't lay blame at um, Kane or Son, but those you know we yeah. give, gave them enough opportunity to change the game. And I would never blame. Like, I, they can have a bad game. Like, they can have a bad course, game. Of and course, of course. Like, and it's not a problem. Like, we we can lose, and it be at the the feet of Son and Kane because they've done and they've won us games where we had no right of winning. So it's not about digging them out, but you have to look at it and go, well, the the problem wasn't about us not creating opportunities for them. They had loads of space. So many times they had loads of space. And it was partly yeah. down to Wolves giving us the possession. But I'm pretty sure that they didn't want us to have as much possession as we did, certainly in large parts of that second half. And I just think, like, I, I, you know, we've been... We had a couple of... We had someone emailed us saying, like, you know, you, you guys have got to stop fucking... Just 
like back in the the club and back in the team, you need someone who talks in, in realisms and says that this is the problem that, that we are shit and we want everybody. <laughs> that's not to, that's if, not realism though. This is right. I know Cal, you haven't spoken yet, mate. But let me just get this out now that's because fine. this is yeah. Sorry, this Cal, is the re- yeah. you're fine, This is you're the reason. <laughs> this is the reason why I've taken a bit of a Twitter sabbatical. Because it's more of a, a little experiment with the way that I'm processing football at the minute. How much of football and the way I process it is anchored down by the opinions of others? Do I change my perception because of other people's aggressive opinions? You've got people saying so us, much, so much. Don't be happy, clappy, be real. Okay. Does, does real equate to being someone who just in, embraces finality after every single performance? Like it's the end of days every time we have a poor result. But when we have a good result, we, we all twist it around into a positive. I mean, football's really simplistic. You win, you're happy, you lose, you're not. But within that, you should be able to take a step out, take a step back and say, right, what are we doing badly? Why did we lose these two games? I don't really have the answer to that because, again, it's, it was like a collective, uh, you know, just a collective nothingness that, that we, we, we seem to do really well as a team. Okay, so there must be a psychological thing somewhere in there or something needs to change. Something's not working that I can't see with my casual eyes and you need a, a tactician or someone like Conte to, to look at what's going on. There's a lot of changes happening potentially on the training pitch, new players. Maybe we just have to change the way we're playing to revitalise the team enough to, to do well for the rest of the season. Now, that that's a realistic thing to remain positive because why should we not be positive? What... What is that? What is the alternative to being? I mean, if you, if we're not being, I'm not even being happy, clappy. I'm just saying it's not the end of the world. We have Conte. You've now got people questioning Conte, and that's why I've like I've tapped out of, of listening to other people's opinions, other than people that I I trust can give some consistency to it. We can all rant and rave. We can all have moments where we think, for fuck's sake, Tottenham, here we go again. You ruin my, ruin my weekend. But that's football, generally speaking, no matter who you support. Right now, I'm glad I got the sabbatical because I, I am more philosophical. I ain't going to lie, after that game against Wolves, I didn't say anything to anyone for hours. I was just... It was more disappointment than anything else. Um, but Speak. yeah, the, real, the realism is in just having... Don't, don't use every final whistle as, as like, that's it. I'm committed to this theory. You have to, you have to let Spook, fucking football breathe. You're, you're, you, so you, 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 I've listened to you talk exactly how you have just done in the last two or three minutes since we were contemplating the fact that Gareth Bale wasn't good enough to play for Spurs. And this is, this is back in like 2011. I know you love going back to this. this well, no, I do <laughs> because I do because you haven't shifted. You haven't shifted from the way you view football. And the fact is, is that 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 there is no there is no getting it right. There is, like for a team like uh, or a club like the size of Spurs, and the vast majority majority of other football clubs, there is no consistently getting it right. Like Arsenal haven't. Manchester United are in shambles. Chelsea probably are, are the best example of it, but they have an oligarch. A lot of money, yeah. A lot of money and 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 <clears throat> and owners that are motivated by things other than the success of their football club. Abramovich isn't winning games at 
uh, or, or, or buying a team that wins games at Chelsea because he truly believes in the football. It's not. It isn't that way. So you, you, the way you speak is the way you always have done, and it's admirable, really, because I, I think, I think Spurs are, are, are never going to move out of this situation of flux between being a really good football club and a club that frustrates our fans. So where do you want to be? Where do you want to yeah. be, Cal? Where do you want to be, Cal? Because it, it, what what do you uh, want? What like based on what's happened over the last week, and it's just a week of football. Like if we won these two games, and <coughs> if if War Prowse hadn't delivered a scud missile into the, both of the forwards' heads mm. against South, when we played <laughs> Southampton, and if that ball hadn't bounced off the uh, you know about four or five players and uh, went to Dendonka for him to put it in easily. And if, if Loris had made a better effort of saving that uh, that shot that came in from, I can't, I can't even remember. The, like the, the game is about margins, and, and sometimes you have players that don't quite do enough in that moment, but they have done many, many times before. The, like, what, I don't know where, I've, I've gone off on tangent there, but Cal, what, yeah. where are you at currently? Uh, I think... You know, I think in terms of expectations of, you know, what I kind of expect at Tottenham is I don't expect us to, because of the wage and everything else, to next, I don't expect us to be a consistent Champions League club. Uh, but we were for a few years. And because of that, uh, the expectations of the fan base have gone up massively. And because the expectations have gone up, the disappointment is much easier to reach. But I will say that I expect us to win our home games. I think that's a basic thing for a club the size of Spurs is to win our home games. And we're not currently or the last week we haven't we beat Brighton I was at the Brighton game I thought we played really well um Brighton had their chances but I thought we played really well um and then Southampton and then Wolves and we came up against two sides that were that pressed us Southampton particularly that that pressed us really well and we couldn't cope with it and then Wolves yesterday it was it was a mess it was it was an absolute mess and I don't think you can really legislate for Hugo Lloris probably over the drink drive limit yesterday because he was just fucking you can't really legislate for that as a coach but you can legislate for the team kind of knowing what they're doing and you look at some of the goals we've conceded in the last week and the team are kind of all over the place they don't seem to know what they're doing yeah and but but cal if we can see two in 12 minutes Mm. and both of them a little bit unfortunate then the game changes completely so mm. it, it doesn't go it doesn't go back to Conte's tactics it I mean he needs to take some uh blame for the reason why Wolves came out stronger in the first 15 minutes and they scored two goals it, that's on him t- to some degree but it wasn't a mess after we conceded those goals well I felt like it we was. did enough it was think, it think? was a fucking it was a mess for 60 minutes it was a mess for 60 minutes, they didn't know what they were doing. Even the second half when we came out, we're 2-0 down. It was still a mess then. They started the second half better than us. And then it was only after about 60 minutes where Wolves thought, we don't need the ball anymore. Hence why we've got more possession than them. But we didn't do fuck all. We created a couple of chances. Yes, we had some chances. But they didn't need the ball in the second half. 
that's why they were able to just sit off. They defended really well. They knew what they were doing. They knew exactly what they were doing, and we don't. And so that's where, why... So where, where's the problem? Where, where is the problem then? I think the coach has to take some of the blame. He's on. He's a brilliant coach, and I obviously really want him to be there because he's the best coach we ever had. But he does have to take some of the blame because we were so bad, and we just look like we don't know what we're doing. Yes, I understand his point that some of these players aren't good enough. That's been apparent for two years that a lot of these players aren't good enough. Um, and this rebuild is kind of long-term. I expect us to have a really big summer this summer. I think we're going to go dicks out and throw some money at it. Have to, have to. But it's like what you said a few pods ago, you know, people, I think people really deep down, they want Abramovich. They want um, the Man City owners. They want Sheikh Mansour. But when it's time to actually do something, 18 people turned up to the training ground to do a little protest. It's not real. We're too, we're too spoiled. We're, 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 yeah, we're just too spoiled as a football club. I I, I generally think most Spurs fans, while they're frustrated after the game, Mm. they just go on about their normal lives. Like Mm. the vast majority of football fans, like football for a lot of people isn't the, the be all and end all in their lives. Mm. And the ones that, that it is are the ones that are most vocal on Twitter. And that's not to say that, that it shouldn't be the f- forefront of everything you you do or, or it's not massively important to you. It really is. It should be. But it, it's, I don't know. I don't know. It, 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 the reason it's difficult, I mean, I, I don't disagree with anything that you said, Carl, at the end of the day. You're right. And may, I, maybe yeah. I, I wouldn't have, you know, I, I mean, I've got, Quite turned on to be fair when you were getting angry. I got, I got tingles down the back of my. I did. My neck. I did imagine his shaft getting engulfed. <laughs> but mm. as much as you're correct, <laughs> you know, <laughs> he just went. Mm. <laughs> yeah, as, this as ain't the time. As, kinda, as much as I agree with the sentiment, you you could look back at all the other games that we played under Conte and say that we we didn't play particularly well. That we kind of grinded out some of the results. Yeah. And, and people would use that as a, an ex, as, as as a reason to say, well, things aren't that great with him. It's just about getting the results out of these players. But if that is the case, then we, we're going to expect days where, for whatever reason, things don't happen the way they should. Arguably, you could put it all down to leadership. Like, there, there's this kind of collective... It's like, it's like all admitting collectively that, oh, we're done. To, to, we can see it twice, we're fucked. And, and then they go completely numb in the brain. We don't have the type of players that, that can truly just grab the game by the scruff of the neck and, and just kind of like get their shit together again collectively. It felt like it was just a universal collapse in all in all areas of the pitch. And then you're right when we when we had more of the ball, we were able to do more with it, and, but not anything in the final third where, where it mattered. I guess where I'm coming from, if I want to be philosophical and I want to say, like... Before you answer that, Spook, Spook, uh, we had a question from Spurs Shout. It wasn't a question. It was more of a statement. It says, Spook, please save my sanity. Go. (laughs) Fucking hell, Jesus. Well, what was you going to say? Because it felt like you was moving on to it. Yeah, no, what I was going to say is it it really comes down to perception, right? One of the things that people bang on about is we've got a good chance to get top four. I'm not sure that's the case now, but we were looking at the games in hand. We were looking at the inconsistency of the the other teams around us. And that in itself means, oh, we've got to go for it. We've got a good manager. He's getting everything in order. There's no reason why we can't get it. So already you're building up an expectation that we have no right to really expect. 
based on how poorly uh, managed we have been for so long. Okay, but you know, football is about the short term. Conte is about the short term. We've got to go and grab it. Champions League will help us. But all this stuff is just noise. Why would Champions League help us? I mean, if we don't get to Europe at all, I'll probably put a tenner on us winning the league next season. Because why the fuck not? Because that's what the way football works. It doesn't necessarily have to make sense in 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 what ticks uh, what boxes you need to tick. Because football is telling you you need to achieve A, B, and C to to, to be deemed happy. You can still be happy with the real reality that we are a mess. We're a mess as a, as a football club. And we've done the right thing in bringing in the right manager. He hasn't got all the tools that he needs in his toolbox. And we know that summer is the time where he'd be able to, to smash some Amazon orders and, and get some fucking shit in. Obviously, not- Spurs can't afford Prime at the minute, so that's why we've got to wait for delivery. But the point is, I don't know what the point is other than this, this is... I don't want to just be wishy-washy about it because you you're, you said something, Flav, right? Which is right. It's Football isn't the be-all and end-all for many people, but it is a conduit for for a certain release. So, therefore, people will always talk about how much football is letting them down, how how horrendous Tottenham are as a football club in trying to challenge for things. And it's all to do with your, what you want out of the game on a personal level and then how you compare to what your comp- your competition is doing, what your rivals are doing. In our case, we shouldn't really have any expectations right now. That That's the real reality. But we, we like to believe we want to... I want to get top four because it'd be fucking fun to be back in Champions League. I, th- I don't think it'd make a difference with attracting players because of what Cal said. It's going to be a cycle with Champions League qualification over the next five, ten years. There's going to be a lot of good teams all taking turns to get into, into the top four. You know, so so I guess it does it does come down to what is it you want in the short term and what is it you want in the long term? Because if in the long term you want us to be good, you're gonna have to fucking wait. Because that ain't happening short term. We're gonna have to put up with these these weird results that are frustrating, but can be easily fixed, I think anyway. It's down to Conte getting the right selection now because he's got a couple of new players in there, you know, certain players probably need to be benched. Mate, it's why I'm a podcaster, not a football manager. Um, and, and at the end of the day, it's not a fucking easy job. And with our lot, it's, I think we exaggerate it as well. You know, we're, we're not as bad as we suggest we are. We're just not good enough to be consistently competitive, which is, you know, it's black or white with football. You know, you either, you want it all, and the only other um, option is that we're completely shit, and that's not the case. We're not completely shit. We're we're we're, we're a, a better than average, and we've got the capability and the capacity to do more with what we've got right now. But we we know we know that we have to wait for the summer to really feel like we're we're changing. Because I think ultimately, to wrap this up, we're all bored of it now. Do you know, we want to see progressive change. It just doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen over the course of, of a week either. Since we uh, last recorded, Gareth Bauer apparently has signed a pre-contract with Spurs to come back. Cal, are you happy about that? Oh, God. I mean, he's <laughs> done well. He's done well. The last... <laughs> I just, I just, do you know what? He was actually really good. And he was, but he was a, he was really good in his uh, last spell with us. It was a shame it was 
it was COVID times and none of us really got to see him in the flesh. Um, that would have been so good to be able to see him in person and some of the performances because he, he's clearly still a very good footballer. He was a little bit of a flat, flat track bully. Um, he didn't really turn up in the tougher games, but he was... It's not bad having a flat track bully at the club that's going to get you 10, 15 <laughs> well, goals against Muck. That's not so a bad thing at all. When you, when you say Muck, you'd be thinking Southampton and Wolves at home, right? Yeah, because he did score against Southampton. I think he might, I don't think he scored against Wolves, but he did score at home against Matt yeah, Southampton. Yeah, but I'm saying like, it, it, like flat track bully for Spurs is is Southampton and Wolves at home, and I think that's part of the reason why this has been such a difficult week is because we had a great opportunity to finish top four. We've lost two games at home against two teams that we've six we've, points, man, gone six points. Yeah, so I get, so, I get it. I get it. So it, it, what my my point is is if Gareth Bale can come in and beat those teams and 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 score those goals against those. What I, I think you would uh, describe as utter muck, Cal. Yeah. Then uh, that's it. Can't be the end of the world. Can it? Yeah. No, I don't. I don't. It, yeah. If he came back, I'd be happy because I know he's still good enough where he could score ten, fifteen goals against those teams that are the bottom half of the league uh, and maybe a little bit higher. I st- still think he'd do. He'd you know put in a shift for us, but. I don't I don't want to keep harking back to old shit like all the time like I don't think it's true I don't think it's actually true uh, I just get bored of hearing about oh Bale comes back oh Pochettino comes back oh Pochettino fuck off like I, I don't don't want to hear it anymore about old old players old coaches like we have to start looking forward but as I said before in the short term, I expect us to win these games I expect us to win our home games I expect us to make it a fortress I think the the supporters have a role to play in that. I think from what I hear, I didn't go. It was actually pretty toxic yesterday. It was pretty toxic on Wednesday. We need, we need to be better as fans. Yeah. What? Yeah. I was going to ask about that. You know, the booing at half time when we were two down, is that acceptable or not? Because when we started the podcast, this is is bollocks, man. I don't, I don't give a fuck. I fight people on the street (laughs) over over this. Like I, I, like I, I've, Knowing what I've seen and heard from people that went to the game, um, and some of the feedback we got on on, on the question on Twitter uh, about tonight's pod, um, like what are we going? Are we back to this? Are oh, we customers because we pay X amount to go to football, so we we have to be entertained. We expect a certain quality, a certain standard. Yeah, that's fine. Cal's right. We need to win our. We need to be winning our home games. Like, there's no doubt about that. But it, it's it's not always possible for whatever reason be it our own calamities or or loss of form or whatever it is but as a fan base people bang on about this ain't why art lane mate it's this is just like a nfl stadium it's all about the food and, the, and, and shut the fuck up and and make some noise in oh we can't because they've separated the park lane and, and the paxton and the East Stand have scattered people all over the pit all over the stands in different areas so that the atmosphere isn't the same like, okay, that's fine. It's 60,000 capacity. Everybody's all over the place. Your voice is still in your fucking throat. You can still sing and shout, but it's it's more to do with attitude. I think it's just that that kind of atmosphere that becomes toxic, it, it kind of spreads like a virus. Do you know what I mean? Because everybody starts behaving in the same way because you could say collectively they're all on the same page, right, because they're not liking the football. But mm. fuck me, this isn't George Graham or AVB. Or, or, or Pete Mourinho, this is this is meant to be us accepting everything our manager's telling us. 
you need to be a bit patient. You you need to give it a bit of time for things to gel, for things to to be right. So in the meantime, spend your sixty quid, go and sit down and be abusive for ninety minutes, or spend your sixty quid, go and stand up and and sing songs and get behind the players, because I think there'd be more. And you know, footballers are are fragile fucks as much as they can annoy us uh, with the way they play sometimes and, and the way they react to things. You're not. You're telling me they're not going to react to something that's visceral and raw, and something that comes from within. That 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 you know we've we've still got your backs as 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 a fan base. But no, we want to get petulant. We want the well, the moon on a stick. We want everything. And there's nothing wrong with having that ambition game to game, because the players have to match that ambition. But again, it comes back to the reality of the situation. We have had two or three years of being in the wilderness just in terms of who we're meant to be buying players for the wrong manager and Conte arguably only has two players that have been bought for him and they're just two players that we've only been able to buy because of the Jan window so we're still not there Um, so yeah short answer shut the fuck up with your fucking toxic shit just come (laughs) on guys man I I mean I'm Uh... lucky I haven't gone to I didn't go to Wolves and didn't go to Southampton I'm not back until the Everton game I'm I'm, I'm expect, expecting a better atmosphere that game. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'm I'm gonna Go windmill while waiting. Go on, I I think people have the right to to show that they're pissed oh, off if they off. want to. Oh, fuck no, off. Why are you fucking put your? Why are you doing this? Cock up your own ass. You Do you know what? Right, I'm not. What's going on the pod tonight? I'm not a booer. I've never done it. I've never done it. But I think you've got a right to. To let them know that you're fucked off. Not during the game. Get behind the team. I think it's. I think you, you, you have to balance it. And I think yeah, yeah. get behind the fucking team throughout the game. Get behind them. Make as much noise as you can. But if you're at half time or at full time, you want to let them know that you're fucked off. Let them know you're fucked off. I actually don't think there's a problem with that. I've never done it myself. I don't get annoyed about it because I think people have the right to do it. Yeah, after um, the game is di- is different, Cal. I don't, I don't, I don't. You know what you do after the game is fine. I mean, I mean, just during the game, if mm. there's like a un- if there's universal noise, that also binds us together and by- and-, and makes us part of the- that kind of togetherness thing that I know you hate that we had under Potch, where the players mm. and the supporters were all in the same, they're on the same page together, right? And and it's obviously quite easy to do that when you're winning games. But remember, when we are winning games. When this team starts clicking, right, and everybody's singing and standing and they're proud and they're this, that and the other, I'll be like tapping on shoulders and, re- and I'll be saying to them, remember when you were a cunt when we lost the Wolves at home in Southampton at home? Now, they could turn around and say, well, you have to be a cunt to make them play like proper cunts, right? You have to show your feelings and all that. I don't think it's that at all. It is literally holding holding out your plate and asking for more dessert. It's It's... It's it's an attitude of I, I I want everything now and if I don't get it then I'm not happy. I think it's more that than it is um, than it is being supportive, no matter what. If you're I supportive, think... no matter what, you're because you're Tottenham, man. You're Tottenham. We could have worse days than this. We, we've been in worse situations than this, but you keep going. It's bad now to go back to what Flav said because it's the expectancy. We should be winning these games. Yeah, we should that, be. That's, and I think that, that's that... what's hurting. That's, yeah, and, and it does hurt, and it's significant, and people are fucking furious and, and angry because you know we haven't beaten Southampton, or we actually not just haven't beaten them, we've lost, and 
it is important that 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 fans of any football club can show their displeasure of what's going on because of the amount of money that they pay to go into the stadium to watch these heroes in inverted commas perform and if they don't perform it is super frustrating but football doesn't work like that it doesn't you know work. back in the back in the day we, when we were paying 10 quid 15 quid whatever it is on the turnstiles i mean we never moaned about I've just spent fifteen quid to watch that that shit, and I think that, and that's so that... I, I remember the first game I I went to my old man. We, we paid a pound on the door, and no yeah, one booed because mad. you. That's mad. But no, I mean, but no one booed because yeah, you weren't giving over a large part of your, you know, or or, or even not even like of your, your weekly income, but a large just a, a seismic sum that's far outweighing inflation. And it's it's got crazy about how much money we have to pay, and 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 I, I wonder how much that there's there is a cor- correlation between how much you pay and and um, and the quality of football. But it, it I, I get it. It is it is like when you're asked to pay so much money. Is it though? Is it like as I'm talking? I'm not sure yeah. that that is it. I, 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 don't, no. I, I think I, 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 feel, I feel like that. It, it I respect would... that, man. I do respect that. I, when people but, say that, especially but, if they've got kids and, and the rest of it. and they, Wealthy you know, people a, go and watch Spurs play. Well, people who have money go to watch Spurs play. People who buy... It, it, I think long since has been the day where someone who can't afford a season ticket goes out of their way to buy one because they love the club that much. Yeah. Football, I don't think that's the case anymore. And it's a shame because those pl- those yeah. people, I don't think would have would be so angry. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't, yeah. I'm sure. The other thing that ties it together is the fact that we do charge a lot of money for for tickets, and therefore one of the arguments is like we're, we're charging all this money for tickets. We expect a certain type of uh, competitiveness in terms of transfer market, player acquisitions, just the way that we behave as a football club, as a football entity. But the, these are political things. And this is the, the issue of modern football. So much of the variables that get chucked in to these discussions don't always have anything to do with the football itself because it's not as simple as paying one quid at the turnstile anymore. It's, it is the cost of, 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 of a ticket. It's the cost of, of, of travel. And this is, it's that expectancy that's anchored to the cost. And, in, and in, as much as I'd like to sit and continue saying support the club no, no matter what i understand why people say well no i'm paying 200 quid to take my family for one sodding game and we lose but on the, the the counter argument to that will always be have you not seen this film before have you not seen this episode before because football there's no guarantee what's going to happen you could be a man city or chelsea and and still lose at home it's not improbable it's not like it doesn't happen Mm-hmm. Do you stop? Do you know what I mean? But it's 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 depending on all those variables. It, depending on how you are in terms of the experience, what it is that you get out of football, yeah. um, that will ultimately define how you accept defeats at home to Southampton and Wolves. And just to caveat this, it's not that I'm not pissed off and not disappointed. We all, but I just, we all under, I just I just understand it. I just. And again, I'm not being happy, clappy, and or trying. You know, I mean, you know, you said that I had the same opinion, the same kind of ideology that I had back with Gareth Bell. It's, it's, yeah, okay. I always try and look at the positive spin, but that's that's not me saying that everything is positive. It's just that I like to believe at the end of the tunnel is some light that we'll 
you know, get rid of the darkness. But it's not even a fucking darkness at this point. It's just a couple of really fucking shit results. And I think we will take those results as some kind of template to cut them out, even though we were meant to cut them out against Wolves and we mm. didn't. And we got City next. And just fucking brace yourselves, lads, is, is all I can say. Otherwise, and, and not you two, but any, everyone listening, it's going to get tougher. And then it'll be all right. And then summer will kick in. And then we're, yeah. we're, we're reset it's gonna get everything tough, again. That's, that's exactly right. That's how I feel. Is that this, As hard as this week has been, that it will get tougher when we get beat by Man City. But then it will be all right. There will be these sort of peaks. Cal, you've been, I think, gesturing to speak. What? Sorry, no, mate. No, not really. Um, yeah, City's a, a free hit, isn't it? It's, you know, we, but we do have a okay-ish record against them. We, we do go. actually Let's go, have, boys. Come we on. Do, we have a good record against City, man. We, you know, particularly at home, but even in a way, we've, we've got results against them. They've not, I can't remember the last time they proper pumped us. Like, it's not for a long time. So, yeah. Hey, we, AVB, when we got, we got slumped 5-1, I think. Yeah, we, we, we've always had given them a pretty good game. And yeah, there's been games where we've had to really, really sit back um, and and got a draw perhaps we didn't deserve. But there's, uh, you know, there's always an opportunity because these players do have it in them to turn it on at times. Um, Listen, Sanchez the other week, or a few weeks back, you know, Davies, uh, all, the, all these other players, people were like talking them up and we were all having conversations about how well they're playing, you know, how how Conte has, has uh, minimised the, their positioning in terms of errors. And, and, and So those players are capable. But you might want to sit down and analyse the, the, the level of opposition and whatever else. But you, you're yeah. going to lose me at that point. I don't, that's, you know, every, every game is, is, is difficult in the Premier League. If you're not at your best, you, you, can, you can have points taken off you, as we've, we've seen. But these mm. players can play... At a, at a high level, we've seen we saw it against Liverpool, you know, in that game, and people are going to bang on about Liverpool being depleted. Well, you never, I'm never going to win an argument. I, I'm, who what the fuck am I arguing with? Like this theoretical person that I can't see. The the point is, you can <laughs> overanalyze every single game, right? And you can you can you can turn it into the fate into into whatever agenda you want to be leading with. My point is, these players are capable of better individually and collectively. So it's. It's now, really, the onus is on Conte to, to work out what that best midfield is. And, and, and maybe if he needs to adjust the, the back line, there's, there's suggestions he's, he's going to go back four, whatever. Yes, yeah, Skip and Dyer, we're not sure when, when they're going to come back. We can only improve. I love, I love Conte, a, midfield, a midfield of Bentancor and, and Skip. That, that feels like that's the industrious one. as fuck, man. I, Isn't I'd it? Because Bentancor, well. can, can Bentancor do what Hoybier does? I think he can. Maybe. Oh yeah, I think they're actually very similar players. I think if I think Ben Tancock is the guy that sits deepest, and that's where Hoybier was initially bought for to play the deepest in the midfield. Ben Tancock was fucking well better than loads better than Hoybier. He was good. I, I thought he played really well yesterday. Yeah, we might need Hoybier back in the team. Just not that he'll do loads with the football, but he'll do lots of pointing. And I think we need someone. Actually, I think we missed someone yesterday that that did some pointing because. Romero is obviously really good, but I think he needs to be next to someone that that, that organises. Sanchez is quite weak mentally. He, he can have really good games, but as soon as it goes wrong, he just completely falls apart. 
And yesterday he was absolutely woeful, Sanchez. And and Conte's job this yeah, he week, struggled. He, struggled. he was awful. He was so bad, and he was really bad against Southampton as well. Um, and he'll have to go in the summer, Sanchez. We, um, we need Dyer back, man. We need him back. I, we do. Uh, we we got an email from uh, a gentleman who I won't name because mm. it's unfair. But he says, ha- uh, "Have more." <laughs> no, hello. No, no. Hi, guys. <laughs> it was just <laughs> straight in. Have more realistic people on the podcast. I want a Spurs <laughs> fan to call out the current sh- shit show for what it was. Not Flav asking Flonius about the time he caught his mum taking a shit for 12, <laughs> for 12 minutes. <laughs> and then Flav saying, do, do you reckon Kulisevsky <laughs> likes, likes watching women take shits, etc.? <laughs> are, we, are we getting it wrong, boys? Are, are we... Like, are we annoying people? Is this not? Are we doing things wrong? Speak. Are, are we doing things wrong? Because like, I think it's perfectly fine, mate. We, if you if you take things too, if you take life too seriously, like you you you're, you're doing life wrong. You know, football is what it what it is. It's beautiful that we have so many different perspectives and opinions and perceptions of fundamentally the same the same core thing that we all witness, right? And <laughs> After the fact, you just you want a bit of a release with your mates. And eleven years in, I don't think we've done anything wrong with, with the way this podcast <clears throat> worked. That, 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 so, that's it. The, the, the podcast isn't about setting the world to rights or making sure we say something that fundamentally makes Tottenham better. It's just us reacting. We can't. To... We, don't, we can't control that, can we? Really? No. But but my point is, we we're. we're we we are fucking hurt as well, right? So sometimes not dwelling on Kulisevsky's performances is the best way, uh, you know, front foot forward. But what I would say is that Kulisevsky did have a good result, a good a good game. I think uh, I felt like he it looked like like a little bit like Kane plays in number ten. He needs a bit right. of time, man. Yeah, he needs a bit of time. Yeah. Yeah, Bentenko's settled in straight away and he's banging yeah. straight away. Yeah. Kulisevsky, that's not going to happen for every player. Kulisevsky, it might take a little bit of time. It'd be good. He had a really good chance. Yeah, he had a really good chance in the second half. And I think if he'd have taken that and got a goal, we'd have seen him fly there. But uh, for me, I just can't get the image of of T standing there shoveling spoonfuls of all brand in his mouth while watching his mum turning out a shit for 12 minutes. Because you don't, you catch someone for like two seconds. You catch them and go, fuck me, sorry, mum. He's standing there for 12 minutes going, fucking hell, mum, you got some fibre in you. And he's just piling all brown in his mouth. I don't know. But yeah, I just can't get that image out of my head, to be honest. I, I love that image. I, lo- I love it. I love it. Uh, we were going to do uh, a conversation about the Yids debate, but do you know what? I, did, I just don't. What will be, will be. Don't I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to because, like, anything you say, either on either side of the argument, is mm. going to just be met by something I can't be fucking bothered to deal with. So it's not going anywhere. There's always no. going to be a section of support that are going to sing it because and, in their and, minds. And, 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 but but yeah, why are you on. saying se- section of support would mean? I don't that mean it, that in a negative way. I don't. I'm not digging them out. I'm not saying all oh, the gammon. I'm not saying that. I'm saying there's it, always going to be. Some... It absolutely isn't that, and that's no, that's what I worry not. about. No, I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that at all. I think there's always going to be fans that will sing it, and I think they mostly mean well when they sing it. 
and I don't think it's going anywhere. And I think the club, by and I thought their statement was really well written, but I think for certain fans, the more you push it, the more they're going to do it. Yeah, but that, that again, like everything you say there, Carol, and it comes from a place of obviously genuine, like you're being genuine and, and you, you know, it, it's positive. But by saying there's a certain section of, of the fan base that are going to see it regardless would mean that there's a certain section of the fan base who are problematic, and that isn't the case. That's not I the case. No, I don't mean that. I really don't mean that. But I mean, some problem. people, they, they, they think they probably really buy into the unity with the Jewish community and think it's a good thing. And that's not an outrageous take. I just... I, even even if they don't they don't buy into the Jewish community, maybe it's the way that that they identify as. Yeah, that's as, what I'm as, saying. Yeah, as Spurs fans, and 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 isn't it? Aren't we able to identify? You know, I don't know. <laughs> we wasn't going to talk about it. Sorry, just, that was my fault. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's just it's, it's super frustrating because this isn't. Do you know what? I can't be bothered. Doesn't matter. Uh, Spook. Um, yes, mate. Just round us off here by saying anything <laughs> about what I don't know. Spurs it's going to be all right, man. In the listen, future, yeah, there you go. There listen, you go. <laughs> it's going to be all right. We've got a top class manager. We still have top class players, some of which haven't given us everything that they 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 can. For as well as Kane is playing and he looks the part when he's when he's kind of grafting, his finishing still isn't Kane of two or three seasons ago, or even last season, to be fair. Um, we've got enough to still remain competitive. And I'll tell you what, come North London Derby, if we if we do them, uh, these conversations will just be long forgotten. So just Indeed. that hope, man, it kills you, but it, it's it's worth it. It's, it's, it's what football should be about. You shouldn't dwell on all the negatives all of the time because there's always something good that happens. Especially to us, we should know that. We should just look back at the last twenty years, you know. Even though we haven't won much, which is what people are obsessed with, we've still had some fucking great moments, and they come again because that's the way football works. Indeed, um, indeed, it's all going to be fine. It's all going to be fine. Mm. Everything is going to be fine. We're going to how buy the players you clearing your throat, mate. What's wrong? It's not going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> it will be it will be fine it will it's football cyclical it's it's when i you know i think we're gonna have a big summer um i think we're gonna do bits in the summer we've got a brilliant coach harry kane's still a brilliant footballer and he looks at his best you know i think if the coach can make i think he make, needs to make some adjustments i think once he does i think and the team gets going again i think we could have a really good end to the season and we're still in the fa cup come on yeah there you go um, just, just on that. If it isn't fine, Cal, what, what, mm. what is the reality then? If, if it isn't fine, what, what, what? Because I, I feel know like what? you. Yeah, go on. I do think it'll be fine. I do think we're going to have a big dog summer, and I think we're going to spunk some money, and I think we're going to have a massive season next season. I don't rule out us having a really good end to the season because we've got a brilliant coach and some good players. But you said something earlier about Chelsea and Man City fans uh, losing at home. And it's not the end of days. And I think our support feel like it's the end of days because I don't think a lot of them don't know where... I think not a lot of us know where the club's going. 
You've got yeah. Conte, this kind of short-term manager. He doesn't stay very long. We've got Enoch. We don't know if they're going to do their bollocks in the summer or if they're just going to go, oh, well, we've got to sell to buy Antonio. You don't. We don't know where we're going, and I think that's where a lot of the frustration comes from with our support. We don't know if it's going to be okay. I think it's going to be okay, and I really hope it's going to be okay, but I think a lot of fans, they actually don't know that, and I think that's perhaps where some of the frustration that, comes from. That, that's all right, then, but... If you don't know that, do the only thing that you can do and try and influence the moment 100%. that's in front of you, which is the, the the games and and you know the away supporters. There's no dispute or debate about no. it. You know they are exactly who you would expect Tottenham to be. You know they represent mm. Tottenham when they when they travel up and down the country. It's harder at home because of the reasons we've spoken about, because of the mm. cost and the expectancy and the rest of it. Um, we can only influence the here and now and. Yeah, man. I just I, I don't think everyone likes to embrace philosophical standpoints with football. You know, they just want to win at any cost, which is altogether a different discussion. Because I want Tottenham to play a certain type of football and win. Uh, whereas people now have got to the point where I don't fucking care anymore. I just want to see us win, no matter how we play. That's the desperation of of trying to. To be a modern day football fan, you just want to fucking win something at any cost. So, yeah, I, I don't know where I was going with that. It's just frustrating. Um, hence why I just fucking bin Twitter for the moment and just got you lot to talk to. <laughs> All right, boys. Thank you so much. Spooky Cal up the Spurs. And uh, we'll, we'll revisit this after we smashed Manchester City. Yep. It was a fake fucking football club. Fuck them. Fucking microwave FC, fuck off. Shit mugs. Yeah. Bentancor, Hoybier midfield domination. Let's go. Let's go. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 When I clock out of the hospital at 6 p.m., I'm not done for the night. That's when Gamer Nurse 40 clocks in, and she's got orcs to slay. Sure, I'm playing a 13-year-old in Scranton, but he's a level 53 mage with a filthy mouth. So I need to stay on top of my game. What'd you call me? That's when I crack open a Heineken Zero Zero. Zero alcohol, but just as refreshing. So I can focus on stealing his gold before his mom tells him it's bedtime. Take that, kids. Heineken Zero Zero. 0.0% alcohol. Now you can. Must be 21 plus to purchase. Enjoy responsibly. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.